The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. We all know the best MC <laughs> is A to the D is A to the D. Bam. Is that that? Good intro. What the actual fuck was that? Are you, are you bigging yourself up? Are you your own? A to the D, it's A to the D. Are yeah. You your own Anna Dobby. I, do you know what? That's like my goal in life. To, to be, be your own man. hype man. Amazing. Maybe not my own, but I mean, because you know I want to be a wrestling manager and that's basically being a hype man. It just means you run into the ring and shout a lot of stuff while um, the wrestlers are doing their doing their physical labour. Physical labour. Are they down the mines? So, <laughs> exactly. They got the black lung pop. Um, they're busy like you know, sticking their hands in people's groins and all that, or sticking their face in people's groins, all that good stuff. I need to come to more matches. How have we gone to groins in like a minute? Not even a minute. I blame A to the D. Because <laughs> she's all D. about the D. All about the about D. The D. About the D. Yay, groins. You've made me join TikTok. Is the, well, like, you've been on about it for months now, and I've joined TikTok. And one of the challenges I keep seeing is this song by Millie B called m to the b okay let's it's like let's this... break this down a little bit when, when we use the phrase make you join i'm not sure that's quite accurate i i mean joined tiktok and then <laughs> you followed me on there um although i, I, mean, I grant it... you that i have been extolling its virtues for at least like four podcasts now well this is my thing with like social media I'm always a bit of a late joiner, I think, and it always takes me a while because I'm like, I can't be bothered, can't be bothered, and then I try it, and then I get very quickly obsessed with it, um, so now I'm really into TikTok. I, I enjoy it as kind of a a morning and an, like an evening thing, so like when I wake up in the morning, just to help me wake up, I might watch 10 minutes of TikTok, and then before I go to sleep, I kind of look and see. I'm, I have to admit, I'm getting a bit... Like, previously I used to watch quite a lot of the videos all the way through, but now, if it doesn't grab me in the first few seconds, or if it's something I know is flick, fake flick. and staged, yeah, I mean to just swipe through, because I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in people who are on it just to make themselves famous, whereas yeah. if they're genuinely talented videos, I'm there for it. Or funny. Yeah. Like, well, I guess that is a talent. Um, it's funny you say that about the fake setup stuff. Because, I mean, I know you're not a massive YouTuber. Like, you don't watch a lot of YouTube, do you, really? Um, um, I do and I don't, I suppose. It's been over But you don't, like, follow people no, on YouTube, do, do you? Like, like bloggers on YouTube. Because there's a guy that I've been, been into. In past, but n- not consciously. Well, you must know PewDiePie. Everyone knows PewDiePie. Yeah, he's the, he's like the one that keeps biggest making one. bigoted comments, right? He... I feel that's a little bit unfair. Like, he he isn't the best. He said a few things, but I think he thinks he's being ironic and funny when he does them. Didn't he do He some... doesn't strike me as, you know, uh, considering his, uh, his very Aryan and kind of Hitler's demographic, um, he, he doesn't strike me as doing it intentionally. I think he just thinks he's being super cool, yo, by dropping slurs. I thought he did, like... Loads of didn't he do like um anti Semitic stuff, racist stuff? Again, I think he's trying to be a bit of an edgelord as opposed to it. It's like he's not done loads, he's done he's done a few, bearing in mind he's been like the number one YouTuber for like ten years at this point or something. He's I think he's just got a bit big, big for his boots. You know, when people just think that they're too holy and can't be touched. I find him quite funny a lot of the time. He's quite you know, he seems like quite a happy jo- jolly kind of chap. But you know, it is a bit 
worrying that he does them, but I think he's just that he's like a little idiot teenager, you know, and they say stupid things I mean, sometimes, don't they, because they think they're being cool. He's almost our age. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, but obviously he was younger when he did it. No, I'm not excusing it. It is shit, but, I mean, I I don't believe that he's... Hard, like, I don't think he's a kind of white supremacist, let's put it that way, from watching him, but I don't know but enough knows. about him to go into the ins and outs. The only things I've ever seen no. about him there have been overwhelmingly negative. Um, but I haven't watched his videos, I don't think. And maybe I've seen them if they've come up automatically. He's but... not a favourite, but I've seen a few of his. And he always kind of seems a pleasant... He, like, I, I quite like watching him when he, stream, he plays video games and he plays like horror video games. He just screams like a little girl all the way through. It's quite funny. Um, whenever anything jumps out and he starts screaming in Swedish and stuff, which is quite funny. But um, no, anyway, there's another guy that I like who's like a commentator on... YouTube called H3H3 um, or Ethan Klein. Is he He's also a bigot? <laughs> well, he has been, not for being a bigot, but he has, the thing is, anybody who's successful on TikTok, on YouTube has critics, obviously, and he has had a lot of criticism for being hypocritical. Um, I don't think he's ever had any racial That's the thing, though. I mean, against him. I get that if you're in the public eye, you're more likely to be called out for what you do. But then yeah. if you are just a racist, then mm. you deserve to be called out and you deserve to be, you know, receive the consequences accordingly. Like I... But there are plenty of people on YouTube who are outright racist and have said things that it's like, pff, you know, that's there's no get away from that being, you know. Obviously, you never know. Um, I... But Ethan Klein isn't anyway, but he has done a series recently. Um, well, he, he always likes to take the piss out of, like, hoax... You know when people set up fake prank videos? You know, so like a prank, yeah. like jumping out of your girlfriend to make a scream. And like the ones that are really clearly staged. Like there was this one guy on YouTube called, I think it was Joey Salads, who did um, kissing pranks where you just walk up to women in the street and say, if you lose this bet, you have to kiss me. And it was clearly just a load of female actresses he paid to do it. But anyway, he's like two days ago did one about TikTok and how all the YouTube fake prank people have moved on to tiktok so that's obviously like their new their new form of expression making shit prank videos on tiktok i've seen a few so, of those i mean i'm i don't follow people or if, if i have been following them and then they turn out to be mm. um like stage i just like unfollow because i just can't be asked it puts it, you off doesn't it i think i've become just way more discerning like Oh, at the same time, like I'm not, I'm I'm shallow enough that I will just follow hot guys on there. Not gonna lie, I do it. Yeah. But I'm also more discerning about the stuff that I kind of look online now. I think it's this whole thing of separating the art from the artist, which we chatted about before. Mm. Um, yeah. Even like I followed a guy on Instagram who is part of like an acting circle who's so gorgeous. But he also was just the most terrible person. And after a while, I was like, I can't justify following him yeah. anymore because I just disagree with him so fundamentally and he's so horrible that I need to get oh, no, him there's out. Loads. I mean, have you heard of, like, Jeffree Star? I've heard he's of... He's a makeup guy. Jeffree Star. Who everyone used to love, who's got some shitty opinions. You know, there's plenty of people who are... Like, they're shitty opinions. There's one of them. Who is it? There's one that was, like, makeup... Oh, the one from... Miami Inc. or LA Inc. or something. There was Kat Von D. And apparently she's 
not into vaccinating her kids. I don't know if and I stuff. know so, her. Um, she's she's well, she has a quite a famous makeup line as well. She's you know heavily tattooed, but she's like the breakout star of some like reality um, tattoo show about ten years ago, um, and has built a makeup empire off that. But yeah, she's a bit of a bad egg, I'd say. So yeah, it's hard. It is hard once you're not you know you're not a fan of somebody. Another one that um, I've been watching recently who um is uh, has made mistakes in the past um is a guy called john tron who made some very controversial comments about four years ago um on a live stream he just seemed very like he hadn't like probably like me on this half the time where he hadn't really researched what he was talking about and he quoted some dodgy statistics um and he kind of shut himself he he lost a lot of followers he lost you know there's a big campaign to get him off youtube and all this type of stuff he kind of went silent for a long time he obviously so again i don't think he's a bad person i think he said some stupid stuff that he hadn't thought through on a live stream um but i i, I don't think he's an out and out you know bigot I think um it's because so I, we live so much of our lives online now and there's so yeah. little editing and like obviously in in real life things aren't recorded or you can backtrack or stuff i think it's now and it comes from a place of privilege a lot of the time as well that we say and do things that we think are fine and then actually i think particularly these people who think that they're untouchable because they're like yeah. super popular you know have a big following they think oh i can say whatever i want and people will agree with me which you know it's it's good that there's a kickback that says no i don't like this and they so hopefully learn from it some people seem to learn. Some people just seem to apologise. You know these bloody. Have you ever watched a YouTube apology? You know when it when someone like does something wrong and they do these like tearful apology videos. They're quite. Awful. I'm not sure if I have seen an actual apology video, but I'm not sure I'm so against them in a way like because I hate cancel culture. I think cancel culture mm. is the most fucking stupid thing on earth because call people out for the things they do. They should face the consequences of that. But the idea of cancel culture, that you're, you're just punishing someone forever, forever for the things they do, I find so dumb. And if someone... If someone I think there's some people that have done enough things that it's just like, you know, like J.K. Rowling, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I've give, I don't want to give her a platform anymore. She's had a chance. She's had a good few years of being awful at this point. It's not a one-off comment that she's, you know, not thought through. She she doesn't have good opinions I agree, in, but in it, it, to me. If she suddenly started making amends and working with trans charities... Oh, yeah, that's this, fine. I mean, I think the point of uh, I have in relation to cancer culture is that it seems so permanent. And I just... I'm I'm someone that strongly believes in rehabilitation. So there's people that apologise on YouTube. Mm. I mean, a lot of it will be to save their own career. So you've got to question their motives behind it. But... Yeah. Like, you can't just write them off forevermore you've got to give people a chance to make amends otherwise what so the i point? think i can be quite unforgiving with some people um someone that i don't get is danny dyer like i don't get why he's become like a, a sweetheart of the uk um because he's i mean i don't know if you remember but he used to write a column for i think it was zoo or nuts magazine a man's magazine Okay. Where a man wrote in about his ex-girlfriend, you know, what should I do about my ex-girlfriend type of thing. And the response, whether he wrote it or not, 
whether it was some copy editor wrote it or whatever, suggested that he should throw acid in their face so they were disfigured. Um, the ex the ex partner. So somehow, and that went, you know, it's printed, and that had his name attached to it. Possibly he didn't write it because you know I'm sure these celebrities don't actually have time to write their own columns and stuff. But still, that's a pretty unforgivable thing to joke about, even I'd say. Um, and also, I'm a big fan of Mark Kermode, and I know like I know he's joking in this case, but every time Mark Kermode, a film reviewer, gives him a bad review, he threatens to beat him up. I'm like, why is this guy like? Why is this like a wholesome British TV character? I don't know much about Danny Dyer. I, I do. I have always enjoyed him, but then again, I don't think I've ever seen anything he's been in. It's just his kind of Larry. He seems to present stuff these days. Like he seems to be like a host on and game again, shows and things. He's one of those that I probably put in the category of bad men who I think are really hot. Mm. Um. See, he doesn't do it for me at all. I, but the thing is, it's, he, he, it's one of those where, I, certainly in the past for me, I've been so super shallow that I've just been like, mm. oh, they're hot, I fancy them. So I don't really delve too much into their, into what they've done in the past. I'm pretty clueless yeah. about this stuff, whereas actually I need to be more discerning and well, less shallow. Well, but it is hard because, you know, you don't ever really, you know, I think most celebrities, if you dig, will have some shitty story. I've heard stuff about Jeff Goldblum a few years ago and I still kind of have a bit of a soft spot for him. You know where it's kind of like, mm, I feel like if this was real serious allegations, it would have blown up a bit more by now about him. Sometimes I just think people say stuff and it kind of, you know, I heard that he did this and it kind of can blow up a bit. I don't. I but, don't know much about. Other than I know he made some unsavoury comments on RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul, yeah. Now this was before then. Um, it, was, it was sexual harassment type stuff that he'd been accused oh, of. Which I don't 100% put out of, you know, it could be true. But Why men such fucking arseholes? That's, that should be like one episode <laughs> just by itself. Like, how hard is not... it to just not be a cunt? An absolute arsehole. And it, it is crazy. Well, actually, we were talking about this, me, me and my boyfriend. My boyfriend, I think, is in most ways not an arsehole. He's a very sweet little creature. Um, but we were talking about his um, sister, who's recently met their new partner online. And we're talking about dating sites and stuff. And it seems that his experience on dating sites was quite different to mine. Um, I think a lot of girls on dating sites are a lot less, you know, aggressive with their or the way they speak I think they can be a bit lazy I, this is obviously a massive generalisation but you know I used to find I got almost daily sexual harassment on dating sites it's like a joke the amount of you know ridiculous and intros to conversations you get and I don't know if it's because you're removing that human barrier of actually having to you know see someone's face when you say something horrific to them or what you know I do think it gives you that like somehow that false confidence when you're doing it through a dating app or online but it was just like it, it makes you give up i've got some friends who are on them at the moment it makes you give up hope it's like are people really this crap dating apps are just we were all so weird to each other that's what i can't get over. yeah well this is the bit as well that i feel bad about now because i'm almost two years in with my boyfriend now but before that i was on dating apps for over a year um, and I think some of the stuff I judged people for was very unfair. Like, I was, I really used to hate, this is ridiculous, 
the um, crying with laughter emoji. It used to make me rage. Why? Because I find it such a... Cause, right, this is hard to explain because I've got used to it now and it doesn't bother me in the same way it used to. But I feel like people would say something that really wasn't funny and then they'd put the crying with laughter emoji and it's like... I don't know if it was ever awkward or... But it was like almost like, you know that bit in Labyrinth where he goes... where he but um, David Bowie makes a joke and the goblins don't laugh and he goes, well, laugh. <laughs> I don't know, it feels like it's like prompting you to respond in that way. But also they often say something kind of offensive and then put a crying with laughter emoji. Like, oh my God, I'm such a sort. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, just, I just found it really like passive aggressive. <laughs> I used to really hate it. And also any grammar mistakes used to be the bane of my life. And now I've kind of realised that just makes me a dick. You know, some people don't have good grammar because, you know, they might have dyslexia and it's incredibly privileged and rude to assume that that makes them a bad person. I feel like you've analysed this stuff way more than <laughs> I have because I just don't just take it. If people you misuse you, you, your, you are, you know, all of that type of thing. That, used to that really doesn't bother me. me. I was like, when someone corrects <sighs> me, on yeah. anything i just go you know what though but i i intended to put that whether you think it's yeah. right or you think it's wrong it doesn't matter because that's what i intended to write yeah and so that's what i mean so if you don't like that you don't like that but that's on you not me so i wouldn't have corrected it i think that's but it would have made me like lose a little bit of hope and it working. do you know what i mean it would just put me off a bit grammar in itself is quite a privileged thing people speak and talk and interact in very different ways so i'm just like you know what i don't do do what you need to i don't mind no exactly and i think i've started to realize that now but at the time i was very dismissive of that sort of thing i also used to only fancy guys with long hair which my boyfriend was quite cunning about because i started dating him when he had long hair and within about two months of us starting dating he shaved the whole lot off bald um <laughs> um, I, I had like a minor panic attack when I saw this bald man rock up. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this? Because I thought I only like guys literally with like, you know, shoulder length hair. But it turns out if you like them as a person, it really doesn't matter how long their hair is. And, you know, that's something that I had to be 33 to learn. Yeah. I finally discovered that, <laughs> that beauty is more than skin deep, more than hair deep. Yeah. <laughs> apparently so. What's your pubic region preference? I don't give too many shits, to be honest. It doesn't fuss me. Oh, I like... Obviously, a nice trim's good. A neat I'm trim. I'm not a big fan of hair down there. It... See, I'm... I don't mind a bit of hair, but... I... I don't want a whole, like, massive beard to work your way through. But other than that... I need to give my... Not too fast. Now we're... now we're chatting on about it. See, that's the benefit. If you date a wrestler, they don't want to have pubes sticking out of their little kind of underwears that, that they wrestle in. So they're normally quite well... I need a... I need a full whack. I think back sack and crack <laughs> the trifecta and then oil it up and just send them down the side and see how slippery they are is that your kind of style yeah I'm just going to do that around my backyard just <laughs> naked oiled up sliding along my <laughs> decking <laughs> I know that we kind of got most of the way through we haven't really talked about anything aside from... No, when are we actually apps? going to have a... Topic? I can't even remember when we talked... Why were we talking about dating apps? I feel like Oh, men are shit. Yeah, men are shit. Anyway, I that's a true, true thing. Up, to be honest. But I've been, I've been concentrating on trying to get down to a better weight because I, I ballooned during lockdown. 
I became the heaviest I've ever been. And I've lost a stone, but I need to lose another before I'm not classed as overweight. I don't even want to know how much weight I've put on over lockdown. I'm just studiously ignoring it and buying more stretchy clothes. So, you know, I can recommend that. And it does help if you don't have to then go on dating apps and dating sites and things because that doesn't seem like something. I mean, I feel like I'd be catfishing people at the moment anyway because the chances of me actually wearing makeup or having decent hair at the moment are very low if I'm just lying at home with my cat. So I don't envy dating apps or any dating, in fact. It's like it's like worse than job seeking. Dating's the worst. I do miss um, it though. <laughs> I miss going out. <laughs> uh, when's it gonna? So on this subject, I mean, I thought this isn't directly linked to lockdown, but have you seen that Cineworld is closing? I did see that actually. I saw it was on um, maybe a BBC News website. Maybe I did. I, I think did it's it, today's though. news. Um, I mean, it's one of those where I'm. I don't really go to the cinema that often. Um, right. And I, I fell out of love with the cinema a long time ago because of cost, fellow audience members, yeah. the fact that my attention span is really limited now. See, I find the cinema is the only way I can make my attention span work through a movie unless I have something else I can do, like draw or... Um, cross stitch or do some sort of craft because otherwise my, my attention will not stay on a film so that's why I love cinemas because I can't look at my phone and I can't go off and get a cup of tea um, and I go once a week I reckon so I'm a bit gutted but apparently it's because yeah audiences just aren't going and film companies aren't putting their big releases in the cinema yeah well I'd, I did see that James Bond had been pushed back yet again because they had Tenet earlier in the earlier in the have you seen no, it? No, and I don't think it... I think it was, in a way, a success, like a lockdown success, but nowhere near as what it mm. needed to be. I, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was bad, to be honest. I've heard very didn't mixed reviews. It. I saw sort of some friends post on Facebook that they really enjoyed it. Yeah, I know some people. Like, I just do not like Christopher Nolan very much. I think he's <gasps> pretentious. I just don't... I really name a movie that I'm going to like by him. Uh, well, I like loads of his movies. Inception's okay. I Inception, I adore Interstellar. I think it's No, brilliant. I found that. I almost fell asleep. I honestly almost fell asleep. Um, I watched it. I think I started watching it at 8pm after I'd been at work all day in a cinema and around 11pm or something. Is it three hours? It's three hours, right? It's not short. I don't know the exact length. I almost dozed oh, off. Oh, God. I, I was just fascinated by Interstellar. I, th- I think I actually did watch that all in one sitting. I thought it was great. Memento's good, Dark Knight's good. I like his movies. Dun- Memento is Dunkirk good. Dunkirk is terrible, I though. I haven't seen Dunkirk, it's and I'm so not a big fan of the Dark Knight trilogy. Boring. Compared to, like, for me, Burton's the Batman, for me. You know, I love the Burton Batmans. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so well, closing. That's... I mean, it's scary because obviously it's the world's biggest cinema. Uh, the world's biggest cinema chain. So that's scary for the industry and obviously mm. it's an industry in which hopefully it'll mean that the other you know hopefully that'll mean that the people who are going to the world go to other ones so they'd all do okay but that's I you know the big problem is that people aren't going to the cinema and i mean obviously now it's less likely i don't know if they're still open mm. but it's i think it's like they are the theater, yeah. my one of my main jobs in life is a theater actor and theater writer and 
even now, even though it's an industry I'm a big part of and that I try my best to support, I'm just not willing to risk anything at this stage. So I, so I mm. don't go and I won't go probably for the rest of this year. And I think a lot of people, even if they want the best for the industries and enjoy going to it in normal times, they're just not willing to risk it. They're just like, you know what? I can stay safe by staying home. So that's what I'm going to yeah. do. You can't blame And there's a lot of that. movies on it. You home. can't blame people for that. That's just common sense at this stage. Not to say that if you are going, you're you're not acting no. with, with sense because a lot of people are doing this safely, but you can't... Well, I've been to the cinema quite a lot since um, since we've been able to but go you're back. A super probably five or six times. So I am... A, well, admittedly, I feel rotten today and I felt rotten last week with something else. You weren't so at the, who knows? You weren't in the am. White House Rose Garden, were you? You've not picked up... Shit. I was only there for like two minutes though, so it's probably, you know, I was a good like six feet distance. I was wearing a mask. Your two minutes though were spent finding uh, almost empty (laughs) champagne glasses and downing the the remnants. (laughs) What's that called when you go around? Mind sweeping when you go around and drink all the drinks off the table. That's what it's called. (laughs) That's what, when I used to go to these posh like media work functions with the old magazine I used to write for. We'd all run, like, just the people from my company would run around all the tables and get all the free wine at the end. My God. From the bottles, not from the glasses, but still say, we were well, the... I kind of do... We were the trash bags. I do think that if there was <laughs> and an And then almost, the magazine shot. I do feel like if there was an almost <laughs> full glass, though, you would have drank it. I mean, it's tempting. It? <laughs> it's tempting and it's real. Although this was around Christmas often, so, you know. Um, anyway, Dildo Corner. Are you ready? Oh, wow, that was a... We didn't even dwell on um, Trump. We just went straight to Dildo Corner. Go on. Well, we can dwell on Trump. Tell, um, tell me about the dildos. Let's go straight to Dildo Corner because we're running, we're running out of time, oh. you know. We need to talk about these dildos. 26 minutes in. <gasps> My goodness, we talked about a I know. Of shite today. I know, that's why I was like, we need to talk about something that isn't... I mean, to be honest, my news stories are mostly shite as well this week. Um, so, Dildo Corner... <laughs> but thanks for tuning has, in, listeners. <laughs> Marks and Spencers have been accused of selling something that resembles a dildo. Can you guess what that might be? Uh, Five guesses. A Christmas cracker? It's not. Um... We've actually mentioned something to do with this earlier in the podcast. Well, we talked about dildos before. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> uh, so something we've talked about earlier in this podcast. I've tuned kind out of. most of the last 25 minutes. <laughs> you can get a Tinder crap boyfriend dick pic <laughs> from Marks and Spencer's. What? This, is, this is not an ordinary dick pic. This is a Marks and Spencer's dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> With, with, with wax um, it's a kind of phallic word, the thing that it is, any a kind of phallic thing. But this thing is made of chocolate. Oh my goodness! Um, a chocolate. I'm absolutely drawing a blank. What have we talked? Okay, um, we've talked about people who could potentially just be cancelled unless they make amends. We're not going to get there, are I, we? Shall I just I'm, tell you? I think I'm just full of roast dinner. What would be a kind of festive movie to watch that involves long... 
<laughs> that involves long objects um, that somebody probably at some point considered inserting in their vagina or asshole. Ah, uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Spot on. No, um, I'm going to tell you Batman. Harry Potter's wand. Harry Potter's wand up your oh, ass. Oh, because we talked about JK. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, oh, it was a bit of a spirit. That was like one. a ten-second mention, though. Yeah, I know, but we always talk about JK. She's got to be. So, Marks and Spencer. Am I, am I needing to Google Marks and Spencer? You probably should, because it's not. Yeah, I mean, you know how one of the wands, I believe it's the Elder Wand from Harry Potter. It has like little knots all the way down its length, like little yeah. bobbles. Yeah. So it's is it? Are we thinking it's veiny? It's more that it looks a bit like anal beads, I'd say. Like oh god, I've just of, seen the sorting so hat as well. That looks. It's t- awful, that's awful, like isn't a it? Butt plug. Oh, I've just seen the one. <laughs> that's unfortunate. There's something with them though. Some yellow sweets, and I can't work out what it is. <laughs> are they piss sweets? Some nice, yeah, piss sweets. To get. They're probably other. Probably those like Bertie Bots every flavored beans but just in piss flavour to go with your anal anal wand my goodness delightful okay so from Marks and Spencer's on to the other do you know what I don't know how to pronounce this word behemoth behemoth I read it but I never say it behemoth behemoth yeah okay so another high street behemoth behemoth poundland Poundland has got its Halloween products out. Um, what do you think of their Halloween products is causing paranormal investigators concern? Oh, I don't know. Does it... Oh, let's say. Do the sweets contain the disembodied spirits of the famous five? <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Unfortunately. Is Blyton's <laughs> ghost haunting us once more? Blyton's ghost is back. Oh, I bet she's got some real lovely opinions too that would go down really well on YouTube at the moment. Well, she she's um, I mean, obviously if she were if she were alive she now, that? she'd be about six hundred and seven. Um, yeah. But I think though, I saw. I I I don't know if it was them. I did see that a shop was selling discount Ouija boards. Is this the one? It is indeed the one. Yes, they're selling one pound Ouija boards, I believe which is certainly not a toy and should not be available for kids to buy in pound shops for Halloween. Never mind adults that are not trained in how to use them, says Paranormal Investigators. Mr. Masters. I've done Ouija boards. I love them. I've never actually done one, you know. Why? Considering I love ghosty, ghouly crap. Never done one. Um... One of my TikTok videos, going back to TikTok, which I love, I oh, I meant to say, I'm obsessed with crochet on TikTok. Like, there's a big crocheting community on TikTok, so all my TikTok videos are crochet-based, basically. But there is one man that um, does, he's called Not Bad, Not, K-N-O-T. Oh, and nice. he does, like, metal. He, he does, like, metal music and crocheting at the same time. And he makes the cutest little, like, ice creams and with eyes and stuff out of crochet um, while listening to hardcore metal. And I think it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> that sounds sweet. So it's very, it's very, that's the thing I've found quite nice about what I've seen of TikTok seems to be quite wholesome. Everyone seems quite happy and kind of 
creative and stuff, which is quite nice change. I don't know. You get some videos where, like, the comments are so funny. Because I watch a lot of cat videos. And even if they're cats doing funny things, you'll always get these, like, armchair vets who are just like, why Why is your cat doing this? It's obviously not healthy. It's obviously really distressed. And it's like, it's Mm. just a cat playing what, what you're on about. But they really get worked up on there. Cats get stressed about, like, my cat is perpetually stressed. Like, he's the most anxious cat ever. I love him. But the noises he makes, like, like we came back from being out earlier today, and I think he spent a good half hour telling us off. Like, <laughs> what do you want? I've fed you, I've cuddled you, you've done a poo. That's all cats need. <laughs> Pipe down. But I'm sure if I filmed it, someone would be like, this cat is distressed. I'm like, no, he's just an arsehole. Some cats just... He's just an attention-seeking just arsehole. Just like uh, people, some cats are arseholes. One of the biggest cat things on tiktok and i follow it like religiously is sir pounce um what's sir that? pounce is the name of a cat oh sir i think it's the most followed cat account on tiktok <laughs> and it's famous because it's the most angry aggressive cat it's owned by this guy um who does he must be about 20 and he's got other cats mm. as well it looks terrified of the cat in every picture i can and see he's got it looks like the cat's about to yeah, get Yeah, the cat's him. just vicious. Like, they have other cats who are lovely, but this cat is the angriest, most vicious cat. And it's just, like, you, you read the comments and some of them are funny and some of them are like, oh, that cat's so interesting. No, the cat's just horrible. Like, not every cat, just like every person, you know, they're all, not all perfect. And this cat but is also, just mean. Some cats, like, I mean, my mum, she always used to tell me about her next-door neighbour's dog that as a puppy got scalded with boiling water mm. and it just went crazy. You know, it, it was never a nice dog after that. It was fine before. Got scalded suddenly with boiling water. It was just an oh, asshole after that. You know, it obviously has some trauma. But exactly. But, you know, you can't blame the dog entirely, can you? It had a traumatic experience. It sent it crazy. I'm sure the kit, this cat was probably a good kitten at some point. Something happened that I made it I don't know. Some loopy. things were just assholes. Assholes. Well, my cat's just a whiner. My cat's just, a, just a, a, a whingy bastard. <laughs> mm, oh, that'd be lovely. Love a glass of wine well, right now. I, I, okay, I've got one. Go on. No, go oh, on. sorry. No, one other thing I wanted to talk about was... I, so I've been hanging out a little bit with Ricardo's family this weekend, my boyfriend. I feel like I've spoken about him quite a lot this week. Um, and I was chatting to his mum, who firstly wasn't aware that I do a podcast. I was like, thanks for paying lots of attention to my social media. Well, and, and, hello, like, Anna's mo- Post Anna's about it every week. Anna's mother-in-law, if you're now listening to us. <laughs> Hey there. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know what ca- she doesn't know what Karen is. <sighs> I said, "Oh, and we always talk about Karens on the podcast," and she was like, "What's a Karen?" I've been watching. And so I, many I was trying videos. to explain it. Yeah, well, on TikTok, there's loads as well, isn't there? <laughs> so you know, but I just found that strange. It's like, oh, do we live in our own little bubble where everyone knows what a Karen is? I think a lot of people, even older people, now know what a Karen is. Um, he's yeah. entered the vernacular so so thoroughly. Although there's a great... Isn't it in the dictionary, even? Probably. Probably, I, because it's so I think so it might be. But there was a great TikTok video where a guy had filmed his mum on the phone. So and he's like, I think my mum's become a Karen. Because she's, like, berating the mm-hmm. person at the end of the line, who probably was being... I mean, that's the thing. There are certain circumstances where you should be... Everyone has Karen yeah, in them, don't they? You should be putting up a fight. You're not just going to roll over, because people will, will use you, and especially... Yeah. Uh, I got pissed off in the cinema a few weeks ago because we were queuing, you know, neatly queuing up. Um, and some other bloke came in, walked to the next queue, which wasn't open. 
uh, the next hill and stood there until someone opened the till for him. So he basically came in and got served immediately. And I, I started kind of huffing and puffing because I'm like, well, if you could have opened all the tills, we would have all been, you know. And it made it made us late for the film because they were understaffed and stuff. See, what so I tend to do... I, I started huffing and puffing I'm then. I'm not that British when it comes to this stuff. Like, I've been in queues before and I will literally call over and say... Are you not going to open another till? Can some, especially if I see like workers just stood there doing nothing. I'll be like, I'll, I'll be polite, but I'll be like, can you open another? I think till? we're worse down south for that type of stuff but, as well, though. The thing is, there's a difference. It's not polite. We're just like passive aggressive. There's a difference between carrying and and also just like asserting what's right and not letting people push you with, around yeah, too much. The thing with a lot of Karens is their stuff is so ridiculous and irrational. But that's why they become this, and also, a lot of them are so racist. Um, mm. That that's why it's become this this thing now for stupid white women and white men who've done these nonsense things and expected to be validated mm. for it when actually they're just Ken's. It's like having a tantrum, isn't it? I did see a woman in Primark the other day who looked like a Karen you know, had the hair and everything, who demanded to see the manager because she couldn't return some pants that she'd bought. Um, and she said, oh, no one told me I couldn't return them if I bought them. And it's like, everybody knows you can't buy pants and then return pants them. Pants as in underpants. That's a standard thing. Yeah, oh, as in underwear. Because pants trousers. Because it's gross. And also, because Primark pants probably cost a good, one when, pound whenever i was so you bothered to bloody return them because they were wrong how do you even know pants are wrong without trying them on i know i know i don't know but the things you should know your size but at the same time like i've worked in retail well and then you definitely shouldn't try and return them i've worked in retail enough and i've been there when someone said to me i want to see the manager and you just leave them to it because mm. it's like fine I mean, it's no skin off my nose. It's out of my hands. You're gonna, you'll <laughs> probably get what you want, and that's, you know, fine. I I think some people, especially when they do it, they're, like, quite smug. And then I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I wasn't doing it to victimise you or whatever. I was just doing my job. But if someone's willing to do something different, then, you know, good luck to you. It really doesn't bother me. You're quite easy going like that, though, aren't you? I don't think everyone I am, is. But at the same time, I'm not a pushover. So that's why yeah. I, I won't... Just do what they say. So there we go. Yeah. And on that note, that's quite a, a, a an affirming and confident <laughs> note to end on, I think. What have you got look, to look forward to this week, then? Work, Coming up. Um, and not much else, to be honest. Um, just working, trying to... Uh, the never-ending saga that is sorting out my house. Um, and that's it. Nothing... I don't think many people have anything good on their timelines. How about you? Well, well, I'm looking at the TV right now and I can see that aforementioned Ricardo has come in and set up a movie for us to watch now. What movie is it? And that movie was a movie I've never seen. It's a movie called White Chicks. I've never seen White Chicks. I know about White Chicks, though. It's meant to be funny, right? I don't know. It's the Wayans Brothers one where they, they... they do white face. Watch it and then we'll discuss it next week. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. It's one that's always kind of floated around in my, you know, consciousness, but not something I've ever felt pressed to watch. But looking at it, 
They both appear to be wearing... One's got a pastel blue leather jacket and the other's got a pastel pink leather jacket, both of which I own next door. So maybe I'm going to like them more than I thought. Have anyway, fun. that's me. What was that song I sang to you at the beginning? It feels like 100 years ago. Um, I Will Survive. We all know the best NC is A, a to the D. No? No, go in it. Go Keep in scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Enjoy scrolling. the D, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye.